Uh, I had something to start this week off with, and I cannot remember what it is. Oh, yeah. Do you remember Fungi? Yeah, dead, right? Well, there's a new, better Fungi. Okay, another whale. No, it was a dolphin, but it's a walrus. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's a walrus, and it's just getting up on people's boats in Cork Harbour and just wrecking them because they weigh like a ton and they've got two swords at the front of their face. Love that. Yeah, but it's after managing to settle on one boat and by fucking chance, I met the guy whose boat it settled on on Sunday. I thought you were going to say I met the worst. <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. Oh, um, by the way, hello, Gala. Oh, hi. How are you? Tired. Tired, um, a bit fed up, if I'm honest. Just like, I feel like I'm just constantly back and forth to the doctors and nothing's fixed. But that's just healthcare and bodies and living. So we ride. I feel the exact same, but in terms of all my equipment, like literally two (laughs) seconds before we started there, my computer crashed and I'm only after walking in after getting my camera fixed and it's just been that consistently forever but i don't feel as bad anymore because every two days in the multi-million euro radio station i work for something breaks and that's just life do you know isn't it so (laughs) everything is finite the world will eventually evaporate you're we're all gonna die yeah what a good way to start a comedy podcast I think it's also great to be realistic with people. We all will die. And Uh, scene. (laughs) (laughs) Let's crack on. I've already done a little bit of news there with the walrus chat. Um, Yeah. Have you any news for us? The Olympics is over. And wasn't it definitely the Olympics? Yeah. Um, I saw a roundup on Sunday morning accidentally. And I think that's as much of the Olympics as I'd watched. And I was like, oh, well, this roundup's good. It just tells you who won. I didn't have to watch anything. Yeah. And I know who won everything. The um, next Olympics will be a bit better because it's in Paris. So, like, everything yeah. will be on at reasonable times. I said this to my friends. I was like, and next year, like, not next year, like, when the next Olympics are on, we can even go because it's in Paris so close. And then my friend was like, when it was in London, we didn't even go into it. <laughs> like, You're not wrong. <laughs> You... We were on high terror alert. We didn't really go out unless we needed to. Yeah, have you got any actual news though? Um, I did see something really sad, and I know that like just now on um on Twitter, and like I know we're not a sad podcast, but have you heard about Jessie J? No. Uh, she's got Meniere's disease. Oh no! And she just she put up something. She got diagnosed just before Christmas, and she just put up that like. She's in pain every single day and it's affecting it. She can't really sing at the moment because of all the stuff. And I don't know, it made me really sad. And I was like, oh. That but I know that's sad. not fun though. Yeah. Oh. You know. I like Jessie so, J. Genuinely, I yeah. think she's really good. Very talented. Do It Like a Dude yeah. is very, very good song. I know. But there we go. That's all I can bring is a bit of a sad news, I guess. I have also kind of sad news, but it's pretty funny. So, um, do you know who Tommy Bow is? No. Okay, he's an ex-Irish rugby player. 
and now he's kind of a TV personality. And he was on um, a morning breakfast show called Ireland AM. And I just sent you the clip there. Mm-hmm. Ha- have a listen and listen to what Tommy Bow has to say on Ireland AM. And you're very welcome back. Now, author Seamus O'Reilly was just five years old when he and his ten siblings... Ten siblings? ...sadly lost their mum. Oh, it's the literal definition of putting your foot in it. He was not ready for what the actual, like, punchline was. He didn't know... They hadn't briefed that man. Well, you don't need to brief him because she is reading off a teleprompter, which is a script in front of the camera, which he is also reading off. He just is like, this will be a funny joke. I obviously didn't do any preparation for this TV program at all. And he plays it off like, oof, I'm no big deal, I guess. But fucking hell, that's not good. I'm surprised that aired. I don't really... But it's live, right? No live TV is genuinely live. Uh, no? no? I feel like this morning must be, because, my gosh, some of the stuff they've said on that show, and I'm like... <laughs> I know live radio isn't fully live, uh, because oh. oftentimes we will have to dump the show, uh, where we cut a commercial very abruptly, because someone yeah. has said something that is liable yeah but then i think maybe british radio might be or at least some channels because you remember when that guy called jeremy hunt jeremy cunt (laughs) yeah (laughs) so like it's Mm. not always viable like to do that so it doesn't always happen i have i've it's only happened to me twice in like four years of working in radio where we've had to dump stuff yeah yeah uh, that's all the news I had, though. I have one more, and oh. it's speculative news. But you heard it here potentially first, but it's probably second now, if you're also a TikToker, which I'm not. So, are you are you strapped in? I feel like you're excited. I mean, I have no idea what's coming for me. So, are you familiar with Kylie Jenner? Uh, one of the most famous people in the world. Yes, I'm aware of her. Well, that's good to know. So, it was her birthday this week, right? I think I saw that. Yeah. She's 24, which made me feel really unsuccessful. Um... Uh, It doesn't make me feel great either. (laughs) Nope. And she posted a birthday photo. And this lady on TikTok has done a deep dive into some specifics surrounding the photo. So, she posted a photo, green dress, saying like, you know, some slutty caption, whatever. Um, And her nails in it are pink. Then Kim Kardashian posted photos from a so-called party they had for Kylie Jenner, where all of them are like clinking glasses and she's tagged everyone in their drink. Okay. And Kylie Jenner's nails are green. So. There's two Kylie Jenner's. Uh, Kylie Jenner is a clone. (laughs) Similar thread, different outcome. The the lady is alleging that last time she kind of went a bit ghostly on the internet 
and we couldn't find any current pictures of her because potentially her birthday picture was not a current photo. They're saying, baby, she's pregnant again. Oh. Because no one also posted any photos of her from this party. The Just most we hands. got was that hand. But then she posted a photo of like her very obviously not pregnant. But again, could have been taken fucking months ago. Man. See, Case closed. This is the fucking pain the whole of being a social media influencer. Because absolutely sharing, like sharing your pregnancy is a completely private thing. Hmm. And if you have half a billion people looking at you every day, sharing your pregnancy is nearly world news. So it is a big thing. But it's so shit that you have to post every day. And if you didn't post on your birthday, someone would be like, ooh, something's wrong. Yeah. And even the fact that she did post on her birthday and someone's caught out names. Yeah. They were like, there's no way she got her nails done on her birthday. I like, can't believe they didn't cop that. Because like they would easily have the best social media team in the world. And yeah. they didn't cop that. Someone's gotten fired. I... <laughs> I had a friend who got in a lot of trouble. They worked for a social media team and they worked for a phone brand and tweeted for the phone brand and it came up from an iPhone. And But they wasn't an iPhone. It wasn't an iPhone they were tweeting about. Well, you know what? Just make your phone brand better then. Yeah. That's, have the, real, you, yeah. that's the real solution. So on that note, should yeah. we go on to this week's topic? Let's. Which, Which is... is Cooking and baking and cooking shows and baking shows. The best of British and yeah. Irish. And definitely Australian. <laughs> Ooh, right. Oh, the shows. <laughs> the shows. Because yeah. I was like, oh, if we're talking Irish and British cooking, we're in a fucking hole right now. No, I meant the shows. I mean, we're Good. hardly cuisines of the world, but, no, you know, we've got a few good things to offer, but. Oh, Ireland have nothing good to offer. Cuisine stew? wise, stew is, is okay, but stew is kind of universal around the world. I guess. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of coddle? No. Right, coddle is uh, a, it's apparently a very Dublin thing as well. It's boiled sausages. Ew. Yeah, it is. Why? Foul. I don't know. All Irish cuisine seems to be the shittest food available because of the irish were poor i do have an interesting fact someone told me about um kind of british and irish cuisine it lacks flavor because it didn't have to a lot of kind of flavored foods came out of necessity Mm -hmm. so like rich creamy sauces a lot of time were developed because food was going off and they were cooking it when it was a little bit off so it would taste terrible but if you added a rich creamy sauce a napolese for example on top of it it would hide the taste of going off meat and it's the same reason why like um salami is invented and like spices were used in meals it's actually to preserve the food rather than make it taste better yeah. It just so happens to make it taste better, which is brilliant. But it didn't develop in England and Ireland because of our climates. We can harvest and grow food nearly year round. 
So like, yeah. you know, you want you want to make a stew? Cool. Pull up the fucking carrots from the ground and go catch a rabbit. They're so readily available that you don't need to keep it on a shelf for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. Hmm, that's, that's, just, that's not funny. It's just an interesting thing someone told yeah, me. Yeah, I was going to say, ones. I don't know if there was a punchline there, but I missed nope. it, but I'm also interested. So really, we're now an educational podcast. We've always been an educational podcast. Look <laughs> at all the wood lice facts I know. That is true. Too many. You ever um, eaten a wood lice? Why would I do that? I don't know. Apparently, they taste like cheese because of all the fucking cheesy names for them. Ew. Cheese well, rockers. I hope to never find that out firsthand i am um, talking of things that like might taste like something um a few years ago when i was in bali there was this um you know like they sell like food on the street and we were walking to town and there was this lady like setting up like a small like basically a fire like it was a grate on top of some coals like there wasn't much going on and we were like oh interesting what she wonder what she's doing as we're walking back from town she was fully grilling meat Okay. But like about potentially, is that a foot? About a foot from the ground. Like it was almost road meat. And we were... What's wrong like, with road meat? Nothing wrong with road meat. We were like, ah, oh, maybe we'll pick some up because we were like interested in eating anything. And we were like, what is it? And she just was like, meat. <laughs> we're like, great, we'll have 12. So we had 12, ate those. We were fine. Kind of tasted like pork. Um, and then it was the pizzas that we had on the one day it rained in Bali that made me sick. So if that's not a fuck you to Western food, I don't know what yeah. is. What do you think the meat actually was? I don't, I don't like to think about it too much. I don't want to ruin the experience for myself. Well, let me ruin it for you. <laughs> do you want to know what meat is apparently quite similar to pork? Right. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> Human. Ew. Yeah, that's worse, isn't it? We're porky boys. Gross. Yeah, apparently, um, yeah, that's why human is sometimes known as long pig. In more in cannibalistic... Which, which language? I think cannibalistic tribes in sub-Saharan Africa. I, I don't know. I, I've Are you heard familiar? Being, <laughs> I've heard, or maybe in the Amazon. I don't know. Um, I do know, however, because I... Um, a psychopath and have researched this i do know which kind of person is the best to cook okay like which gender and age demographic okay great tell, tell me okay cool uh, if it's my age and my demographic then don't no. say it <laughs> you are completely safe it's Ooh, men apparently mm-hmm. right um, I'm not 100% sure on the reasoning. I think it's to do a lot with chemicals and um, fat percentages and stuff. But it's men with a little bit of fat on them, like on the fatter side, aged mm-hmm. between about 10 and 14. Interesting. We're all yeah. safe. Yeah. Or maybe a little bit younger, like like 8 to 12, that kind of age bracket. Yeah. That's the vintage that we're looking for when we're selecting yeah. our human for. Basically, yeah, they're they're not, you know, the muscle isn't as lean. Um, there's still a good bit of fat on them, you know. Yeah. It's not aged. They're easy this to is kill. A turn. I, I'm. <laughs> what I'm... did you imagine when we said, "Oh, let's talk about cooking"? <laughs> 
I was thinking we'll talk about MasterChef. Maybe we'll talk about the Great British Bake Off. Okay, Okay. let's let's do that. What's your favorite cooking show? Oh, fuck off, I don't care now. <laughs> um, <laughs> MasterChef Australia is very good. MasterChef Australia is very good. I don't know if it's just because I enjoy the Australian accent coupled with high pressure cooking, Hmm. but it all works. It all gels. I'm a big fan of like, you know, when they do like, like fancy cooking, like Michelin cook, Michelin star cooking, like they're trying to be, like they're plating it up all fancy. I love that. I live for that shit. Um, do I enjoy cooking myself? Not as much. Ryan loves it. So we only need one cook in this house. Yeah, my parents fucking, well, they're great cooks to start with, right? They've always been great cooks, but they love cooking programs. I'd say I've seen every cooking program on television at least once, like one episode of everything. And do you know which one I really fucking like? The Hairy Bikers. They're fucking good crack. Yeah. They're just having And good cooks. fun. Yeah. Yeah. There was an Australian cooking program once that I saw. It, it was called Huey's Cooking Adventures. Um, and it, basically, it was this guy called Dave, David Hughes, I think his name was. And he basically looked like drunk Santa Claus. Yeah. And he would always... It was like early 2000s, late 90s stuff. And he would always have a glass of wine when he was cooking. Not for the food. Like, he would just drink a bottle of Just wine while he was on air. And <laughs> he also... He, he was bad at cooking, which is the funniest my part. God. There was So one everything part... you make was just shit. Yeah, it, there was one part where um, he made, like, a cocktail. He made, like, a Manhattan. And he was like, I don't actually have all the ingredients for this, but uh, I've substituted with this. But he finished and plated it and then tried it. And he goes, oh, no, that's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> He's they like, left it in the my show. gamble did not pay off. Yeah. He also used to read letters live. I've only seen like one episode and I was like, this is baffling. And he read like a letter <laughs> on air that basically said he was shit. Wow. And it was just him going, oh, this isn't very nice. <laughs> oh, what? I don't get, was this a successful show? I don't Is it still know. on? I should have really looked into it, <laughs> but fucking hell, it's insane. it doesn't make sense, but I, I enjoy the chaos of it. You were mentioning drunk cooking. Drunk cooking shows. There was one on YouTube forever ago I called remember My Drunk her. Kitchen. Yeah, I remember her. She was And big. it's like Hannah something. Yeah. So good as well. Because first season, second season, she used to get wasted. Yeah. Like genuinely... If she was using an oven in a few episodes, they had to get someone to supervise her because she would be so drunk, like Yeah. dangerous to herself. Um, and That it was was really peak funny. YouTube days. Peak YouTube. That was like, what, 2011, I want to say, 2010, something Ah, like that. uh, 10. Yeah, it was like so good. But Fucking then like, funny, man. as happens with most YouTube sensations, unfortunately, They become neo-Nazis. I... I was going to say they have to eventually sell out a little bit to corporate, Yeah. to, to the corporate world to get the sponsors and to get the collaborations. And Yeah. she couldn't get as drunk after a while. It seemed like anyway, It like would it have seemed probably... like she was having one or two glasses and then 
It wasn't as fun. You see, that's 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 all because of YouTube, though. I'd say YouTube were like, no, this is technically a kids platform. You can't be getting absolutely shit faced. Yeah. Unless you're bringing in really big views and then you can say whatever you want. And you can probably get away with it as well. Yeah. If you are a big enough YouTuber and bring in enough money to YouTube, you can kill someone on YouTube. Like absolutely ISIS beheading videos. Yeah. Or just film um, sad scenes of uh, suicides and get away with it. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Hmm. um are you a good cook uh i'm not the worst but i'm definitely not the best <laughs> so i'm I'm lazy is what i would right. describe it as is that like if i could have a meal that will just taste as good but it took me three minutes to prepare yeah i'm there yeah whereas like i know some people really enjoy the process yeah. i don't enjoy the process i enjoy the outcome i don't want to cook for three hours to eat like for 10 minutes for 10 minutes yeah whereas like ryan is really like he'll put the prep time in and his food tastes amazing but i just think oh my gosh you can't do this every day i i think i'm somewhere between you and ryan um (laughs) but i have changed my life recently with one dish because Mm. i i i'm i'm just a busy boy carla you know me yeah a lot of the time i'm cooking i am cooking to relax but i'm also cooking for my entire week fair enough yeah so i have to do a lot of it kind of but there was one day and i had a few hours off i was like i'm not that busy i'm not going into the studio tonight why don't i make a nice dinner for myself Hmm. and i had a recipe saved on my phone ah man great cooking up bbc good eats fucking fantastic cooking up right but um i had a recipe saved onto that and i had all the stuff for it it was butternut squash risotto oh okay i was afraid of doing this because i know how hard it is to get a good risotto they are also afraid of it on master chef australia yeah you i i would happily say anytime anyone does a risotto doesn't matter of your skill level Fifty percent of the time, the risotto comes out wrong. It'll be chalky. It'll be overcooked or undercooked, which is worse. Yeah, chalky. I can deal with a slightly overcooked risotto, Mm. but undercooked is absolutely awful. But anyway, so I was I was quite afraid because it was like, oh, this takes forty five minutes, and you have to constantly be stirring it and constantly doing that. Because I'm pretty sure I have undiagnosed ADHD. If I am cooking, I also have to be listening to three podcasts and watching a Netflix series and doing the ironing at the same time. Yeah, like I, it's so You're bad. The modern man. <laughs> I'm a modern man. I'm minding the children as well. But I, I took the time, I sat down and I made the risotto, I had the fucking butter squash in the oven, took it out, mashed it up, put it into the risotto. I tasted it and it was so good. And I was, it was so good, I was unsure if it was good. <laughs> so I went into my roommate's room and I was like, come and, come and taste this meal I was just after making it. And he tasted it and he looked at me and genuinely wept. <laughs> it was... The nicest meal I've ever made in my life. And I make some decent meals. I'm a mean man for yeah. the chili and enchiladas. Well, there we go. What more do you need? Yeah. You've but got all of them in your arsenal now. You're unstoppable. I, I'm telling you, right? 
maybe once a week, even once a month. Take your time and make something difficult and nice and really take your time at it. You'll appreciate it. Honestly, Kian, it does sound like a job for the, for a man and not myself. <laughs> I like to sit there and scroll through Twitter whilst Ryan cooks me a three-course dinner. I'm old-fashioned that way. <sighs> well, nice for some. Yeah, it is what it is. I was going to say, someone asked me yesterday, like, I put a picture of some ramen on my Instagram. Saw so that. Like, oh, my God, where's that from? And I was like, it was my own chef. No it way. Was... was that actually Ryan? Because I was going to ask yeah. you that. Yeah, because someone messaged me and was like, oh, my God, where's that from? And I thought it looked very obvious, like we were at home. No. But, like, um, yeah, no, we were at home. It was the Fucking best hell. I've ever had in my life. It was amazing. Yeah. That ramen looked better than any ramen I've got in any fucking restaurant. It's so nice. It was It was just better than a Wagamama's. Fuck. It was better than a... It a was very, is very kind good. of shit. Yeah, but, like, it no. serves its purpose every now and again. Do you want to know the secret? to good like ethnic food (laughs) right you need to go to the shittiest looking restaurant you can find yeah i was brought to the when we were living in melbourne i was brought to the shittiest fucking uh chinese hot pot restaurant in like i think it was somewhere somewhere (laughs) in somewhere (laughs) yeah And if anyone was going to visit this restaurant, you can't because it was only somewhere. It looked it looked like it would give you E. coli just walking in. Mm. And then I had it and it was just, oh, my God. It was just the most beautiful fucking tastes going on. There was another time when we got um, pho, which, yeah, yeah, I pronounced it right. Um, There we go. And uh, I might actually stick the video up on the Instagram, but uh, I was with a friend of mine and she, we both ordered the same thing and the, it came out with hers. She was pale with red hair and it came out with the chili on the side. And she was like, they put the chili on the side because we're white. And I was like, <laughs> hardly they're doing that. Like hardly they're making that assumption. Then mine arrived out with no chili. they were like these people can't hack it we're not having to call 999 again yeah they were just like she's white but he is fucking milk bottle white yeah yeah Uh, anyway i ended up taking her chili and putting it in my soup and um i was no longer white because i was the darkest shade of red anyone has ever become (laughs) Vermilion, potentially. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's your yeah. go-to meal to cook? Like, if you were to do a come dine with me, what would you be making? Traditional carbonara. <sighs> Traditional carbonara. So that's yeah. just an egg cracked on top of spaghetti. So it's just it's just eggs and parmesan, yeah. And pecorino. See, I don't like it's eggs. It's simple, but it is so good, though. Like, it's just so good. That's what uh, I'm there for. See, I love, I just love a heap of cream. I know, but now I've had it without cream, I just don't think I'd go back to cream. See, I can't, I, it's not that I can't eat eggs. I can't eat eggs in the way that my brain won't let me because I know they come out of a chicken's asshole. Don't think about the asshole. You don't I'm always them. thinking about the asshole. <laughs> no, it's not it's... normally a problem what comes out of someone's asshole and now, it, and now it's a problem. Yeah. Like, 
um i i i'm not a picky eater by any means like i will try anything but the only two things i don't like eating are eggs and fish which is 90 percent of world cuisine don't eat fish or eggs but potentially fish is very good Oh, I actually, I did try some fish um, while I was on my holidays. Forgot to mention that at the start of the podcast. I took a holiday and it was lovely. Mm, um, delightful. Went down to West Cork. But anyway, I did try some fish while I was down there because West Cork is famous for fish. I had some cod and it was mm. fine. It tasted very fresh. I did like that. Fish by the seaside is the best. I don't like yeah. to eat fish at restaurants inland, really. Yeah, it tastes, do you know what it tasted like? And it's it's the dumbest sounding thing of all time. It tasted like water. Yes. Like watery meat. And then I also I mean, had... I probably should have a little bit of flavour, but <laughs> but kind of, that's as fresh as it will get. It's probably pretty um, good. And then I had a crab claw as well. And I was like, I can understand why people like these, but yeah. I don't. You don't like lobster? I've never tried lobster. The key to cooking as well, I think, is in a nice kitchen. Mm. If you're in a nice kitchen, you want to cook. Like, you mm. want to use all the counter space. You want to, like, prepare good meals. Yeah, spread like, out. The kitchen's not that good. Like, you're just like, Meh. It's so cramped and I'm chopping here and I'm trying to cook here. And I'm like, oh, I just feel like I'm breathing in everything. Yeah, my kitchen's not great. It's basically a hallway. Well, you also live in a share house. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, one day in uh, 58 years when we can afford property again the, the property is going to be um a tin hut at the edge of the wastelands in the apocalypse nice can't wait to see what color mine will be yeah if a zombie apocalypse happened do you think we'd still do the podcast for a couple of weeks potentially for like the first week and then i think i'd probably be like i'm out skis i don't think personally i can live through this i have no will to live take me but i mean you can continue for a few weeks what if i continued and you were just a zombie that's well now we're in a question of what kind of zombies are we we're getting off topic oh what was that fucking show this uh, i'm bringing it back to the topic i swear there was a show and it was on netflix it was about a woman who became a zombie but if she ate brains she was basically human like as long as she was fed she could become normal-ish she was still dead but she would retain all her cognitive function basically um but i'm bringing it back to cooking because every fucking episode there would be a a, there would be part of the show where she would make a dish out of brains it would be like brain ramen or a brain (laughs) burrito she was definitely uh like a refined zombie she wasn't just eating them straight out the head no oh no this was the best bit she was a mortician oh god yeah so she had active like access to brains whenever she wanted and then she solved crimes with it as well it was the weirdest show ever i remember watching the first season and being like this is quite good the second season i was like this is okay and then the third season there was like they made the entire city zombie city and the army were brought in and like there were super soldiers and they were going to nuke the city and it was just fucking weird. I think it was called I Zombie. I have never heard of it. Potentially you're making it up, but I'll go with it. This is another classic Keen segment of did he just make this up? Yeah, maybe. 
Is that it? Did we talk about cooking? We didn't talk about baking, but we could talk about baking another day. I mean, there's always time. The show's never going to end, even in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. (laughs) Only if one of us is dead or undead. But that um, brings us to a segment we haven't done in a while. No. And it's potentially a goodie. Oh, I'm excited. So what time is it? It is Color Off Dark Time. It's Color After Dark. So I was a little bit stuck. I was like, we've talked about a lot of things. Hell yeah. Then I thought, what we've not talked about is very British sex problems. Do you think these very British sex problems are going to translate to me? One of them, well, I've only got one. It's a, oh. it's a, it's a question. Of a very and it's very British. Okay. And I Where believe do you, you put might your relate. cup of tea in during sex. Well, you know what? You don't have to ruin things. <laughs> <laughs> so the question was: Every day I take my wife a cup of tea in bed. She loves this ritual, and I like performing it. However, we sometimes make love in the mornings after I've brought the tea, and she pauses to finish her cup before it goes cold. For me, it kills the moment. I'm sure our love life would be much more passionate if she didn't take this short tea break. What do I do? I can't believe I got that right. There's only so many things that Brits do and love. And one of those things is tea. So my next guess was after a strong day of imperialism, I like to have (laughs) sex. So I thought we could give some advice. Where did you get this from? At Cornwall live news (laughs) it was news in cornwall so oh my god okay um isn't the taliban back why is this news let's focus on the finer things in life tea during sex Mm. polite or impolite i wouldn't be doing it uh personally i don't drink tea for a start well, that's why you're already going wrong. Yeah, you're right. That's why I'm not having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking hell. Okay, so how long does it take for tea to get cold? Because it, it, it takes a while. Well, that's the thing. In my head, I'm thinking, he's brought you the tea. If he's immediately put it up upstairs, I'm thinking, if sex is starting within two to three minutes and you have an average session of five minutes, You've been married. Five minutes! They're married. They're not beating around the bush. Does she really need to stop for a tea break? No, she's doing that on purpose. She's making a point like, look, I'm really enjoying the tea you brought me. It's also very Um, funny. It's super funny. It's really funny. Stopping in the middle of sex to do a mundane task is very funny. Yeah. Someone stopped in the middle of sex with me once and sent a text. (laughs) What's her boyfriend? Uh, no, but it was to a boy. <laughs> she, uh, someone texted her like, "You up?" and she she replied. <laughs> she was like, kind of, but currently up with someone else. So I was... she, I, I think she just replied, "No," <laughs> which is funnier. What position are you in that you could drink tea, or are you t- just going, uh, "Get off for a second? Well, that's the thing. Unless I guess you could probably drink tea if you were on top. Yeah. Oh, imagine spilling it, though. It is a spilling concern. But, I mean, this lady clearly wants her tea before it's 
cold and doesn't care about her husband's feelings. So mm. also, he could just make another cup of tea. Yeah. Like they obviously don't have sex every morning. He's brought her the tea. She doesn't need to enjoy it current like if she's having fun, she can also just get another tea afterwards. I'm sure he'll make another one. She he could just, you know, pour the tea, let it sit, have sex and come back. Depends how strong she likes her tea. Yeah. It also, I guess, depends on if the tea is kind of a very specific pawn in their sexual games. Mm, maybe maybe the tea has to be there. Maybe the tea has to be there. Yeah. Like, as in, will she not even consider it if he's not done that in the mornings? She'll be like, why are you in a mood with me, Gary? What kind of tea are you imagining? Like an English breakfast milky cup. Yeah. I'm thinking like you- lion's. Just What's just on its own, but quite weak for some reason. You mean like a weak black tea? Yeah, just real weak. Like you whispered the word tea bag into a like thing of hot water. I don't know. I guess that would be sadder if that's the, the tea she's given her husband up for. Maybe that's what she likes. I say given up like she's not even having sex with him. She is having sex with him. Yeah. She's just prioritizing her tea. I, I don't think it's a prioritizing thing. I, um, maybe it is. But I think I think it's just a very funny thing she has started to do to like yeah to be funny. But sex is rarely a time to make jokes. It is a funny thing to like. Sex is funny. Like it yeah. is funny. Doesn't matter how you look at it. It is a funny thing. It's such an intimate thing, and like intimacy can come through humor so well. Yeah. But it's not a stand-up routine. <laughs> Do you know? Like, you there's the difference. Jokes in the middle. Although yeah. I say that, Kala, I say, I say that, Kala, I've had a few tight fives myself. Is it an Irish joke? No, a tight five is a stand-up thing. Fuck's sake, that is a good joke. Well, it's a five-minute stand-up set. That is a fucking good oh. joke. I'm sure one person listening to this fucking laughed at that. I wouldn't really like a hot beverage at, during sex anyway. No. I've had a brownie before. That was fun. That sounds but all right. Normally I want... Or like I've I've had a LucasAid Sport once. That's One time I had three LucasAid Sports and I was sick. So... That's less clever. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you got to do what you got to do, but potentially pay a little bit more attention to your husband and less on the tea. Tea is replaceable. Husbands are only replaceable... Three times a lifetime. Okay. That's my take. On that note, will we go on to the final part of the podcast? Yes, reviews, reviews. Reviews. Uh, Great. So, I was having a think yesterday. Mm -hmm. I was like, what what should we review? And I was very tired. And you're very tired. And also yesterday, I just kept fucking shit up. Like, I was forgetting stuff, forgetting to do stuff, call people, talk to us. Just send texts. Because when you don't do it on the spot, you never do it. Yeah, you're not wrong. And then I, I was thinking, what would help me do this? Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out you can get Adderall on Amazon. And I got Ooh. only one review for it. It's not great, surprisingly enough. This is from Sam Wood in the United Kingdom. One star, not for me. Sorry, all this did was give me... <laughs> all this did was make my heart jump a beat 
and I thought I was going to have a panic attack. And that was after taking only half a pill. I've brought many kinds of pills, etc., like them. Well, pills that are, are meant to help you stay alert, etc. But never had that happen before. So sorry for the low star, but I wasted my money and all I can do now is maybe give them to a mate of mine for fun, I guess. Yeah, recreational Adderall. <laughs> so the Adderall didn't work out. As for no. many people, it doesn't. And I was like, well, I'm still going to be tired now. So what? What? what is one step above Adderall? Oh, no. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> My God, you found reviews for cocaine? I found reviews for cocaine. Love that. I have not only found reviews for cocaine, I have found by far the funniest place on the internet. Okay. The r slash cocaine subreddit. It is the wildest fucking place. There is a post, I would conservatively say, every 40 seconds. Sounds very conducive with cocaine users. (laughs) Yeah. They all are saying the same thing. It's, hey guys, going skiing on my own tonight. Anyone want to chat? 24M UK here. They are all exactly like that. Or just My pictures gosh. of their cocaine. People are crazy. Yeah, I know. So, hold on, I'm going to show you some of the pictures they fucking laid out. Because it is insane. What th- this, is, this is captioned, what y'all think about this. It's just cocaine. It's Yeah, literally. It's just cocaine. And then there was another one that says... Y'all ever get really sad when you hit the slopes and it's cocaine racked out to say, I'm not okay. (laughs) My gosh, some of these people need help. Desperately. But I found reviews. Um, Give us the the story of the first time you did cocaine. So, I've got two reviews. For cocaine. Now, it again, it doesn't matter if you love, hate, or like do or don't do cocaine. This is funny. Objectively, <laughs> this is funny. Okay. So just letting our listeners know they should laugh after this. Yeah. No, it's just go and fucking watch or look at this subreddit because it is the saddest and like loneliest people in the world. Oh, well. In a good way. Because they're they're not sad. <laughs> No, they didn't have a great time. So this is from Quote Environmental. Um, First time I ever did cocaine, I was 26. Start the 2010 Winter Olympics in my hometown. My brother is a photographer and asked me to DJ a boudoir photo shoot in the penthouse of a famous hotel. So far, none of that is relevant. No. Right? Already a bit wild, though. Yeah, drop the, the Olympics for some reason is in this story. <laughs> so I'm spinning records for a half naked woman when my brother says he's ordered some cocaine and should be here in 20 minutes. That's fucking better than a delivery driver. Yeah, that's quick. I had never tried it, but I mean, this seems like the perfect opportunity to get indulge. Ended up having one of the best nights of my life. After the party went until 5 a.m. and I slept with one of the models. I love coke, 
but never really got hooked. Just like a bag once or twice a month. Okay. That man's addicted to cocaine. That man's got an addiction he's not willing to admit. I will say, though, a model photo shoot at like 5 a.m. at the Winter Olympics is a fucking good place to do cocaine for your first time. It sounds like he had the best trip of his life, so... I don't know if I'd do it with my brother while there's half-naked women around, but... Yeah, to each their own. Yeah. Um, I have another review, though, from Fobberson. First time I did it, I was in Atlantic City, New Jersey, gambling and losing. After walking out of casino, a one-eyed man approached me and my friend at our car. The catch is... We didn't know he had one eye until he was in our car. And he took Why is that relevant? Glasses. So unrelevant. <laughs> oh my gosh. Worst white ever. Kind of white that puts you to sleep. Sir, uh, you got ketamine. Because cocaine yeah. does not put you to sleep. Zero out of five. The man had one eye. They should have known it was a... Fucking hell. Imagine, right? You're so down on your look... That when you go to drive home, a cyclops hands you a bag of cocaine. And you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. How oh. bad of a fucking mood do you have to be in to have that happen? Oh, they're just... I, I'm going to look for more reviews for illegal drugs. <laughs> they are arguably going to be the best reviews because these people are nuts. Go really. check out this cocaine subreddit though because it's it, it is... Huge amounts of people just showing they have cocaine or asking to talk to people because they've done cocaine on their own. And then, like, you have the rare uh, posts which are like that or how do you stop disco shits? (laughs) Which, in case... So it sounds uh, like it's got something for everyone. Yeah, in case you don't know what a disco shit is, uh, cocaine gives you the worst shits. Yes. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently, allegedly. Allegedly, thanks, lawyer Kala. Yeah. Welcome anytime. <laughs> oh, do you want to wrap note... <laughs> On that note, what did we learn this episode? The Olympics are over. Yeah, and that was another three weeks of my life. I'm not getting back. Um, There's a walrus in Cork. Yeah, and apparently you're excited about it for some reason. I just think he's done more for this country than Fungi ever did. Fuck Fungi, basically. Yeah, Kylie Jenner might be pregnant. That's exciting for some people. Or dead. Potentially. I mean, we hope for happy news, I guess. Uh, cooking is nice. Oh, Tommy Bow's so an idiot. Good. Tommy Bow's an idiot. But cooking is so good. So good. Shows about cooking, even better. They're just so cathartic. They're so relaxing. Yeah, I like it when people make things and then we see them. What else did we talk about? Oh, yeah, don't have uh, tea British during sex. People. No. If you're going to have anything, have an orange. Uh, <laughs> have an orange. Do you know what I mean? Some... Make sure you either cut up or peel the orange prior because <laughs> nothing turns the mood off quicker than peeling an orange. you got the peel on your hand. Oh, yeah. God, it's a nightmare. Oh, Sex oh. is a nightmare. Apparently, cocaine subreddit's the place to be. That's so Because you're either an addict in denial about being an addict. No, you're an addict, right? There is no one on that subreddit who isn't a fucking addict because no one 
I have never met anyone in my life who does cocaine on their own. No. Just like, there's so many people who are like, got a couple of beers for after work and a big bag of snow. Gonna hit the slopes, boys. Yeah, no, never. I I think it's such a bizarre thing. But then, you know, the only people that are on that thread are addicts and probably potentially a couple undercover cops. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's been a week again. It's been two it's been weeks. A week. it's, been a, it's been a fortnight. <laughs> there we go. Uh, and because of that, I think the episode serves like a an 84. 84? I'm really enjoying it. I'll go with 84. 83. There we go. Yeah. I well, forgot look, we talked about cannibalism. I'm going 73. We did talk about cannibalism, but we nipped it in the bud, so I go back to an 84. Okay. Uh, okay. We'll see if we'll that got agree. edited out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh that it? You what, where can you... find us yeah. at Not Another Review on Twitter. Not Another Review Show on Instagram. Why are you so impressed? <laughs> I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I told you, I have no idea what's going on with me at the moment. Um, and in those bios, we have link trees to where you can find us, where you can find the podcast, where you can listen, enjoy, indulge yourself in our lives um there we go enjoy okay we'll see you next time (laughs) bye bye